Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Chapter 14, Mind Over Matter. He could drive well when he kept the speed reasonable, I had to admit. Like so many things, it seemed to be effortless to him. He barely looked at the road, yet the tires never deviated so much as a centimeter from the center of the lane. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Julia, you're going to have to help me pick advice because I have so much advice. I have so much wisdom. To impart upon these characters. And the world, but today, these characters. Well, I'm sure they're just itching to hear what you have to say about them. I know. Bella, Edward, don't worry. I'm going to get to you. Actually, Charlie, I'm going to start with you. (laughs) I'm coming for you today. Should we remind people of the mistakes that they all make? Sure, I can try. Best of luck. This chapter, I think, was 492 pages. I think it was, too. On your mark. Get set. Go. They drive. They go to Bella's house, and then Edward goes inside, and he looks really hot in her kitchen. And then Charlie comes home. She scarfs down some lasagna. She runs upstairs. He's in her bed. She takes a shower. She goes into her bed. Oh, God. They talk so much. Oh, Everyone, we find out how all of the family becomes vampires and about their superpowers. And then they talk about virginity and sex. And then she sleeps. With the unclear pronoun reference, you made it unclear if it was Charlie or Edward that goes into her bed with her. And I just want to be clear that it's Edward. That is true. The books are weird, but they aren't that weird. They aren't that kind of weird. True. Would you like to fill in any of my gaps? Though I did so well. I really did. Yeah, I think you did great. Thank you. I'm just going to fill in a couple of details that I can try to remember. Three, two, one. Go? Yeah, go. (laughs) (laughs) No, keep waiting. (laughs) Okay, I'm going. (laughs) She can't imagine what Edward would look like in a chair in her kitchen. And guess what? He looks hot. And then Charlie is like, serve me some lasagna. And she does. And he's like, the fish were biting. And she gets a chance to take a shower. And that she takes a really long time at, but she doesn't take a long time at brushing her teeth. And in bed, he's like really cold. And they're talking about how hot they find each other. And then um, she, he's like, oh, I'm so glad that I'm good at this, which I found really icky. 
you forgot to mention that Charlie sits in the same chair and looks less hot. (laughs) It's a critical plot point. Oh, we both forgot a really big thing. This is when we find out how old he is. Oh, and that he watches her sleep. Here's the thing. Maybe that was an acceptable thing to do when he was courting in the 1920s. Maybe you just watched people sleep. There wasn't TV then. Maybe, but probably not. I'm just saying that every culture is different. Wasn't he from Chicago? What are people up to over there? (laughs) I've never lived in Chicago. Okay, people in Chicago, do you watch each other sleep? Is that okay? (laughs) Write in and let us know. We almost forgot to say things that we liked in this chapter. Vanessa, do you have something? I like that she comes into the bedroom in her sweats and a holy t-shirt, and he's like, you look great. Because I bet she did, and... Sweats and holy t-shirts are the look of quarantine. And so Mm -hmm. I love that she was so fashion forward that even in the early aughts, she's like, I'm dressing for quarantine. I also had a quarantine moment of joy when she scarfs down some microwaved lasagna and then downs it with a glass of milk. It's like she's on the quarantine diet. (laughs) Is that the quarantine diet? I'm pretty sure that is. I didn't get that memo. I think that style of eating is the quarantine diet. Got it. If not the direct meal. Should we give some advice to these characters? Let's do it. Can we give more than two pieces of advice today? I think you can give as much advice as you want. Okay, because I have more than two pieces. My first piece of advice is to Renee. We find out in this chapter that Bella did not pack the Victoria's Secret lingerie that her mother bought for her when she was 14 years old. My advice to Renee is you should not have done that. Don't buy your daughter lingerie. I don't know. I'm a real prig about this, though. Like, I hate bachelorette parties where moms buy sexy lingerie for their daughters. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have had lingerie bought by their mothers, and I'm sure it's really sweet. Maybe this is an advice. Maybe the advice is to myself, Vanessa Mature. But at 14? Yeah, the 14 is weird, right? It's like, aren't you in eighth grade? Like, oh. Yeah, the only thing I can think is that maybe it's so hot in Phoenix that was like something lighter for her to wear to sleep in. Like maybe Mm. it was just summer wear. We hear it's silk. That's quite breathable. Exactly. So maybe that was what Renee meant. But the message that Bella got was mom wants me to be sexier at 14. And I feel like that's not the best message to send to your 14-year-old. I also had that note. I was troubled by that. Okay. I'm glad. What advice do you have to give? Okay. My advice is about the endless euphemisms for sex in this chapter that I could not stand and that I will now read to you. I didn't believe I would ever find someone who I wanted to be with dot, dot, dot in another way than my brothers and sisters. Isn't that so bad? Oh, God. Okay. That was Edward, obviously. Yeah. Gross really bad. Bella, is that dot, 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 vampire marriage, dot, 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 the same as it is for humans? Meaning, do they fuck? Okay. Edward responds with, yes, they do have, quote unquote, those human desires. (laughs) Bella then says, well, I did wonder about dot, 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 you and me, dot, 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 someday, dot, dot, dot. And then Edward says, I don't think that dot, 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 that dot, dot, dot would be possible. (laughs) 
Bella responds, <laughs> it would be too hard for you if I were that dot, dot, dot close. And then Edward finishes off the chapter by asking if she is a virgin by saying, have you ever dot, dot, dot? <laughs> have you ever dot, dot, dot? I feel like this is a kid song waiting to happen. Yeah. And the kids all <laughs> yell like, elephant. Have you ever elephant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's your advice? My advice is to just communicate by saying the words that you mean. <laughs> Not just by insinuation through ellipses. They've made so much progress. You wanted them to have conversations. They're doing that now. Yeah, they're having conversations without nouns. <laughs> Use all parts of speech. Yes, that's my advice. Absolutely. I will say, at least they don't use cutesy euphemisms, right? I don't know. At least they're not always like, would we come together as one? Come together is not a euphemism. That is just <laughs> something you say. No, come together as one. I mean, like, C-O-M-E together. You perv. I think that I am not alone in thinking that is not what you meant. Okay. At least they don't say, like, make whoopee, right? Like, that's Ew. grosser. Have you ever pinned the tail on the donkey? <laughs> Have you ever mastered yoga? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Saying those things would also be super weird and they should just use <laughs> nouns. Um, so my second piece of advice is for Bella's other parent, Chief Swan. Chief Swan gets home from such a long, hard day of fishing that he is too tired to microwave his own dinner. And so he asks Bella if she can please microwave the lasagna that she already made for him. First of all, my understanding of fishing is that you're like sitting and like, I'm not sure what's exhausting about fishing unless you're like a professional fisherman. Like that looks hard, but like relaxing Saturday fishing. Don't get what was so hard about it. But I don't care. Like, unless you are an invalid in some way, unless you are, like, so sick or, like, physically can't, there is no reason why everybody can't be microwaving their own food. If someone offers to microwave your food for you, fine. Be like, yeah, thanks. That would be great. But there is no reason for him to ask his daughter to microwave the food that she already cooked for him. I mean, what if he's quote-unquote, fishing, when in reality, he's just trying to figure out where Carlisle is and what he's up to on the weekends. So you think that he's using a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that people should be using their daughters as their servants. Also, I find it troubling that he's never this tired after a day of work. Like, he found fishing more exhausting than we have heard him find his day of policing as the chief of police. He's one of two options, as far as I can tell. Work harder at his police job so that he's tired all week long. Or never ask Bella to microwave stuff for him. Or confess his feelings for Carlisle, and then they can have an honest conversation about their desire for vampires. And stop calling it fishing. Just call it loving. <laughs> call it mastering yoga. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Julia, do you have any other advice? Yeah, I do have advice. We found out in this chapter that Edward is a creationist because Bella asked him, Where do vampires, <laughs> Edward, where do vampires come from? <laughs> and then Edward straight up says, when God made the angelfish, God made vampires. <laughs> I, that's not a direct quote, but it's close. And so my advice is we hear that Carlisle is hella old and is into science. Edward is also into science, but still hasn't really bought into the evolution thing. But he should have a conversation with his dad about whether or not he thinks it's true. Carlisle could be old enough to have experienced evolution live time. Like, you think he was alive during the Neanderthals? Well, is he one of the humans who fought the Neanderthals? (laughs) I haven't read the whole series. I don't know how it ends. (laughs) Yeah, I think Carlisle was one of the humans who fought the Neanderthals. I wonder if he knew woolly mammoths. Maybe that's what he was his first vegetarian meal, was him taking down a woolly mammoth. Oh, man. That's how the woolly mammoths became extinct. Vampire overpopulation. Oh, my God. That makes so much sense. Have you given two pieces of advice? I have. Can I just give one more? I'll be real quick about it. Sure. Edward, stop touching Bella like you touch a small child. He boops her nose. He tossles her hair. He picks her up like a toddler. That's a direct quote. Stop it. It's so inappropriate. Stop it. Yeah. I mean, Bella's loving it all chapter. All chapter long. Bella can't get enough. Wait, I have more advice for Edward about things he does. I can't believe I didn't mention this is one of my favorite moments. This was the text seeing beyond itself into how I was reading the text. Edward says, Bella, I'm your prisoner, and then shackles her hands. I was like, yes, that is exactly what's happening. That metaphor is your relationship. And then she's like, yeah, I guess he shackles me, whatever. Yeah, I have nothing to say. That was a remarkable moment. Did you also have nothing to say about when Edward is pondering what is right, moral, and ethical, direct quote, as he stalks her and watches her sleep, breaks into her house and watches her sleep? Yeah, it's so weird that he watches her sleep. It's so weird that she's like, I'll only be mad at you if you overheard something bad. And I'm like, no, the action is bad regardless of the consequences. Even if you weren't a sleep talker, it would suck that he watched you sleep. And she says she's quote unquote flattered. Yeah, which is a really bad impression to give of victims of stalking. I don't like that that's out there, (laughs) that like women secretly like to be stalked and find it flattering. That's not a vibe we need in the world, Bella. Another bad vibe coming straight from Edward's mouth to Bella's consciousness to my eyes. Edward doesn't like disco? I know. Why? Edward was so rude about music. He sounded like such a fuddy-duddy. 
the 50s music was good, but the 60s, I'm like, ew, you sound so crotchety. He's an old man. I know, but like in a hot bod, that should keep you a little like cool. No? I mean, he's definitely not cool. He barely likes 80s music. <laughs> I know. You have all the time in the world to get like really into underground punk. Like, why wasn't he clubbing and like seeing Lou Reed sing? Because he's embarrassing. I know. He's so boring. Like, teach yourself the guitar and learn to play the Violent Femmes on it. Violent Femmes were awesome, dude. He doesn't think so. Only 50s music for Edward. Oh, do you know what? Well, I'm giving him all this advice. He knows how to do op. Maybe he did that in the 50s. And he was like, I did it for 10 years. Well, one of my notes for this chapter was that everything that we predicted has come true. There was a bear attack, a fatal bear attack. (laughs) Emmett was mauled by a bear and then murdered to vampire death by Carlisle. And then other things that happened. Edward offers to sing her to sleep, even though we know he's been singing to her all along. And this just confirmed our suspicions. And then Edward, from his acting expertise, from acting class, mentions to Bella that her technique isn't good and that she doesn't have a future in his chosen career path. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad that they're enjoying the podcast. Yeah. And he asked finally if she was a virgin and neither of them died. That's growth, everyone. (laughs) Okay, Julia, what do you want to put in Bella's care package? I want to put in her care package a note saying that I scheduled her a trip to the dentist. (laughs) Do you remember in the chapter when she describes herself fiercely brushing her teeth. She's like ravaging her gums out there. And she also says she does it super quick. So not only is she spending like 15 seconds, she's also like going wild trying to get the lasagna and milk out. It just can't be good for her dental health. I'm going to schedule her a local dentist appointment and I'm going to say, Bella, you're welcome. That is really thoughtful. I feel like calling the dentist is hard. So that is a really, really good gift. And she's not putting that phone line to good use. No calling Renee, no calling the dentist. (laughs) I There's a line where she um, says that she grabs her toiletries off of the floor and carries them into the bathroom. And so I would like to buy Charlie and her a medicine cabinet or a shelf, like literally a block of wood that they could hang in their bathroom so that she doesn't have to live like she's living in a college dorm when like... She's sharing the bathroom with one other person. Mm -hmm. I feel like if 10 people are sharing a bathroom, you carry your toiletries in and out. But two people, you can keep your stuff in there. Yeah. I also would like to just encourage her to keep her shampoo in the shower. Like most bathtubs have lips that you can just like leave your shampoo. So I would also leave her just like an encouraging note. Maybe I would put up post-its in the bathroom being like, leave shampoo here. Leave conditioner here. Feel free to leave your lotion and toothbrush on top of the toilet. You're going to add it to the self-help tape. You can leave your shampoo in the bathroom. (laughs) They also don't have a dish rack. That's a choice some people make. I don't. She like puts her clean, wet dish on a towel. And I'm like, put it in a dish rack. Buy a dish rack. But there are only so many problems that we can solve. Vanessa, I forgot to ask you what your vampire superpower would be. Oh, that's right, because we find out that it's, like, something we're already good at. Yeah. And we would just be 
even better at it. I would talk to animals. <gasps> That's such a good one. I would be able to understand them and I'd be able to tell them how much I love them. Oh my God, I would love that power. You can already talk to animals. But like I would be able to communicate with animals. I was like, Vanessa, you already tell Roy how beautiful she is. I do. She is so beautiful. What would your vampire superpower be? I think I would be a vampire who sleeps. Like I know they can't sleep, but I would be the vampire who sleeps. (laughs) That was some real self-awareness. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? In chapter 15, the Collins. I think we're finally going to get to go over to the Collins' house. That's what I think is going to happen. And they're going to have the sex talk, finally. Oh, my God. They really need it. As a group, which is awkward. But Mm -hmm. This has been Twilight A Quarantine, a podcast in which we use nouns from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I can talk to animals even now. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and distributed by Acast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.